Welcome back to the Titan Sun Division Podcast. Back for the second time since we took that bit of a break. Got a little bit of news for y'all on this one. Nothing too big. Um, we're going to pick it up more when the season's close to getting started so we can do game previews. Mm-hmm. You know, who's hurt, who's healthy, what the game should be like. Big news came out of Denver, I believe it was yesterday or earlier today, and it was that the Broncos will not be having fans for the first game of the season. I think that's huge for us because it's really their environment that helps them win games. Right. And so they've had a streak, I, th- I think, of winning home openers. It's been a pretty big streak, and I would like to – put all my money on the fact that it's because of their loud crowd. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge help to us. I mean, they're, they're still going to be like playing crowd noise. Right. Like yeah. The speakers, the... But that, that's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've heard that the NFL might make it a policy that they um, have to, or maybe it's like mm-hmm. they can. Um, but I know that some teams will, I bet most teams will, but yeah. Um, Still staying on the Denver topic, but not the fans. I have seen Melvin Gordon has a elbow injury. I'm not sure how serious that is. Hmm. Um, I know a couple of guys on their defense also have some injuries that they're dealing with. Um, but I um, just something Same. to watch for when when Melvin, if Melvin comes back healthy. Um, mm-hmm. If he doesn't, that would be a huge help um, for us. Um, but yeah, what yeah. were you saying? I think I saw that it was Todd Davis, who's one of their middle linebackers, and then Elijah Wilkinson, who's mm-hmm. their starting right tackle, I believe. Mm. So that would be huge for our pass rush in mm-hmm. week one. Mm-hmm. And branching off of our pass rush, Clowny Watch. I, I really pray this is coming to an end. I'm kind of getting tired of doing it. Um, <laughs> so I'm seeing reports that he's getting close to signing. I feel like I've said that five times already in these, but this time it's from a credible source. He's been following the situation. Um, It's down to three teams, either us, the Seahawks, or the Raiders, which I've seen that the Raiders have been giving him offers, the Seahawks have been giving him offers, and then we've been giving him offers apparently. I just saw that a couple of days ago. Yeah, um, me too. I didn't know we were actually offering. Yeah, it was Benjamin Albright who reported it. And he's the same guy who last year said that we should start Tannehill over Mariota at the beginning oh, of the right. season. And um, he said he was on the Draft Insiders podcast today. And he said that he was talking about Ngakwe a little. Then he said... And there's a direct quote from him. Keep an eye on Clowney and and Gawkway situations. Those should be resolved in the next couple of days. Clowney is trying to get something done to where he can get out there and get ready and get going. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good sign. We still got 24 mil in cap room. We'll think it's a bit less now after the signings. 22, 21, something like that. Somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. So that's still a good figure to be able to sign him. And then... Hopefully, if Josh Gordon can get reinstated, we can go after him. But honestly, I feel like our receivers are looking good. 
because I've seen Corey Davis has been showing up big in training camp. Adam Humphries too. Khalif. Khalif has been, been a monster, yeah. Yeah. I think Khalif's going to be fighting for that slot. Oh, yeah. Because he's tough. Um, he's good hands. He's got the speed. He would be great on the inside mm-hmm. with our bigger guys, Brown and Davis, outside. Yeah. I think that would be a big help. And so, yeah. kind of going along with the training camp discussions, um, I saw that for defensive play calling, instead of Rabel, it was actually the outside linebacker coach Shane Bowen calling mm-hmm. the plays. Mike, um, Mike said that today. And um, I've seen that Bowen has been like his right-hand man in this um, situation of like not having a defensive coordinator. Right. Um, during their practice today, they also simulated game day conditions with the PA announcer, and they had like the crowd noise blaring. The right, music because they was were playing. at Nissan Stadium today. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I just like I just like seeing the guys on the field. Right. Um, today, um, Tucker McCann he he actually did better than Greg Joseph today. Oh. They had five field goal attempts, and McCann made all five, and Joseph missed one. And then McCann was making field goals from forty, from fifty and to fifty-five yards out. But um, total, Joseph is twenty-four of twenty-six, and McCann is twenty-two of twenty-five. Um, I'd say we just keep him, keep McCann, just in case we need him. If Joseph starts doing bad, because you don't want a Cairo Santos situation again where yeah. he misses three in a game and you still have to put him back out there because you have no one else. Right. Just put I him on the practice. Put him on the practice I, squad. Just, just, just like. Just let him do his thing. Let yeah. him kick. Yeah, but I, you don't waste the you don't waste the slot on you don't waste the a uh, roster slot on that. Like yeah. we need other slots for that. Um. But I say we definitely need to keep him, yeah, because we don't want the same thing to happen with Cairo. Yeah, That'd be I, terrible. I'd, lo- I'd like to see Brett Kern, like, <laughs> at least practice kicking. He could do me, it, yeah. He's, he's pretty accurate. Um, going on with the highlights of today's training camp, um, Shane Bowen reported that White Ray, the new signee that we got, who backed mm-hmm. up Harold Landry in college, Right. Um, he said that he was flashing already, made several nice plays, along with Derek Roberson. I think Derek Roberson's going to be a bit of a sleeper because I he think did. we're going to rotate him in like third downs. Mm-hmm. And then, especially if we don't get Clowney somehow, I feel like he's going to be rotating in. I think he's going to have a nice year, maybe Even if five, we do. six sacks. Even if we do, Roberson came in hot at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Stepped up huge in the playoffs when, um, obviously Kamale was a bit, a bit. Um, he, I, I, I want to say, I don't want to say bad, but he wasn't uh, at his full potential towards the end of the season. In the playoffs, Kamale was great, but whenever um, we have all of those guys rotating in and out, it's nice to have the Robersons and the Kamale and the Correas, you know. And it's like, whenever Kamale comes in, um, you could usually put. Harold in with him, 
but then put mm-hmm. Derek Roberson, like just add him as a middle linebacker, especially whenever all the uh, whenever Jayon was getting hurt last year, at, um, mm-hmm. and Rashawn was hurt at the same time. Like when we would have to put in Wesley and David Long, you could definitely put in Roberson because he is the kind of the smaller guy. Um, yeah, you could put him in at the middle linebacker position, and he can still play it. So he is really he is. Um, I I agree with you with that. Um, with him being a sleeper this year, just because he is he's he's shown up a lot in training camps, in the training camp. So yeah, what I'd like to see in a set is um that we run like. Our three, four, we got our two D tackles in the middle. Mm-hmm. We got our edge rushers on the outside. But instead of having like Rashawn and Jay on, maybe switch out like if it's a pass rush situation, maybe switch out like Rashawn, put in like a Derek Groverson or DeAndre Walker, right. maybe like whoever's got the hot hand, and you send him like on a blitz, like send him around the edge. So you gotta have send I'd say send him on Harold's side. Mm-hmm. So one of them hopefully gets through. Right. I think that could possibly work. Or you just got um what was I about to say? Um and it's gone. So <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about one more thing for middle linebackers. I think if we sign Clowney, we see where our cap space is. I feel like if we sign Clowney, we'd still have, like, at least $4 million, which would be more than enough to sign the longtime Titan, re-sign him, Wesley Woodyard. I mm. feel like he's a good backup guy. Him and David Long, I feel because David Long is going to be a good middle linebacker. Right. The only bad thing is we have two good young guys in front of them. That's the problem. Yeah, when you got – that's what I was saying. Whenever they got hurt, they got good opportunities to show who they are mm-hmm. in big-time situations in the playoffs, and yeah. which I believe both of them stepped up huge. Um, so I do think Wesley deserves a spot. I do think he deserves to be re-signed. Um, do I think he will get re-signed? I, I don't. Just because of um the other priorities, and we're we're getting this close to the season, they're gonna have to make a decision. And right now, I don't think he's the decision. I think there's other things. So, I, would I like to see him get resigned? Yes. Am I biased a little bit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just don't. I don't see him getting resigned because of just clowny and. Other mm-hmm. things like with the Vic Beasley situation, I don't know what's going to happen there. But that could possibly make them open their eyes a little bit and say, "Hey, let's add another little gu- another guy and just resign Wesley." Which I know they're not the same position, but that's besides the fact. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something to look at. But all right, before we get off of this pod, um. I want to end by saying, what's one team? I'm pretty sure we did this before in our one of our first ones that we did. But um, now that more moves have been made, um, which team do you think is going to be a surprise team and make the playoffs? I mean, since we've done this, Cam Newton has been signed. We didn't think the Patriots were going to make it in. Um, 
Everson Griffin is signed to the Cowboys. I st- I'll tell you right now, I still don't think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, so that's not my choice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I think Cowboys with the loss of Gerald McCoy, right. that's going to hit them hard. But they do have – they have Dontari Poe, um, obviously, like you said, um, Everson Griffin, and then I mean, DeMarcus They also have DeMarcus Lawrence. Like, they have a good front seven. Mm-hmm. But like their secondary, they lost Byron. They have Shadobia Woozy, Anthony Brown. So they got speed. Anthony Brown, yeah. But like their coverage skills aren't that good. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, so I I, think... I just um, I for my sleeper team, you mean like that didn't make the playoffs last year that I think will this year, or just the team? That... Um, either that or just like a team not a lot of people are expecting right okay. now. Um. Hmm. Let's see. So, we've got. As soon as you ask that question, my mind goes to the Cardinals. Just because mm-hmm. of DeAndre Hopkins. And they don't have a bad defense. Like, their defense isn't terrible. Like, their front seven is questionable, besides Chandler Jones. But yeah. they have Buda Baker. They have, I mean, it's just. Got my man, Corey Peters. Corey Peters. Um. No, I, I, I could see the Cardinals going mm, nine and seven at best. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them going eight and eight, nine and seven. With their division, it is going to be tough, very, very tough for them to make the playoffs. Do they have a wild card opportunity? I think so. Um, it just, it, it just depends on their offense is really scary. So. It just depends on can their defense hold up, and if they can, yeah. then they'll be a force to be reckoned with. That's for sure. Um, um, when I think of sleepers for this year, I'm thinking a, a few teams pop into my mind. Um, Lions come in, but my only problem with that is a healthy Matthew Stafford, which I I don't think is possible at this point. I mean, he's been hurt almost every year. Mm. So, and then I think of the Falcons, because I just think they had an off year last year. Um, I mean, Julio and Calvin, I feel like can be a Mike Evans and Chris Godwin type duo. Eventually. Um, and, but my only problem with them is their defense. I mean, they, they do have Dante Fowler Jr., Grady Jarrett, um, but their secondary isn't great. They lost Trufant. But they, I mean, they added AJ Terrell, but I like Christian Fulton and Jeff Gladney over him. Mm-hmm. But then a team I also like this year is the Raiders. Mm. But like they made good additions. It's the Raiders. But at the same time, <laughs> it's that and it's their division. Right. So I think I'm going to have to go with the. Los Angeles Chargers. They have a good defense. Okay. And, I mean, yeah, it's Tyrod. But Tyrod isn't that bad. I mean, he led the Bills to the playoffs. Like, when the Bills were pretty bad. Mm. I mean, I mean, they didn't win a game. Well, but they not still... wrong. Right. Um, I don't I mean, know. Either, I could see I, them... Their wide receiver core is, is not terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, 
I could also see the Rams doing pretty good. Mm, yeah, they. Cause like I don't know they. Never mind. <laughs> they don't they have running backs. They, they have, also uh, don't. They, they also don't have linebackers. Did they draft AJ or whatever his name was? Cook. They didn't uh, even have a first round pick, did they? No, they drafted a running back though. Um, Cam Akers. That's what it was. Yeah, that's all they have. And then whatever his name is, Henderson. Do they still have Henderson? Um, Van Anderson? Jefferson. They, uh, I don't remember. They, the point they is, got... they don't have running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they've got a decent wide receiving core. Um, yeah. I mean, Jared Goff is Jared Goff. He has a year or he doesn't have a year. I mean, they, I don't know. I my also went to the uh, Dolphins with their defense I, is I looking really good, though. Like, which I think it's have... looking good, but I think it's too early for them. No, I no, say no. give them. I think in a year they'll be. Yeah. A sleep, no, I'm just more, saying yeah. more of a sleeper team. Do they make the playoffs? No. The Bills win that division by a long shot. The Patriots get the wild, get get the wild card over the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think no. The Dolphins no. I'm just saying they. They like you're saying in a couple of years I say, but. Their defense with Kyle Van Noy and Byron Jones and Xavier Howard and just everything. They got someone else from the Patriots, didn't they? Mm. Pretty sure. They got Van Noy and they got. I know they got Van Noy. I just don't know. No, I don't. I, don't I mean, they have Christian Wilkins. Um, they, got, which... they got Matt Breida. They got Jordan Howard. So they got solid running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Breida is really, really quick. Um, I don't know. I just think, um, I did see something happen with Ryan Fitzpatrick took like a week off or something. Yeah. I don't know why, but don't start Tua. Don't start Tua. No, I, I think you got to groom him a little bit. Yeah. Don't start Tua. Um, you need a wide receiver more than just Devontae Parker. Yeah. I mean, once if they can get another solid wide receiver, and I don't think they need a rookie. I think they need someone that's going to, like, a big guy, a big, like, named guy, and mm-hmm. which, you know, the Dolphins, it's not going to be easy to get someone like that. Um, No one wants to go to the Dolphins, but. Well, I mean, maybe they do now. Well, yeah, I know it's the same, same thing with us. Like, no one wants to go here. You got to – or no one did a couple years ago. So, yeah. it's just the fact of – if they, I think if they can get a – if they can build up their offensive line a little bit and if they can get, like, another solid wide receiver, I think they have a decent shot. And it comes down to is two are going to live up to the expectation. Yeah. Um. Last team, I'm going to say – is um the Bears. I think mm-hmm. their division their division got weaker. Their defense didn't decline. Um I mean their quarterback area, that's the only area of concern I have. Mm-hmm. Just because like obviously it's a bit shaky. Right. But so they got Trubisky and Foles, they got David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen, which I think is a pretty good Pretty good running back core. They got Allen Robinson, who I think is a very underrated receiver. They got Anthony Miller, Ted Ginn, Riley Ridley. They got Jimmy Graham. They have a good O-line. 
I'd say. Um, their defense is obviously great. They added Danny Trevathan. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't, don't they have Roquan Swift? Roquan? Um, no. Mm, I think he's... Wasn't he with... I want to say a red team. Or maybe he was before. Roquan Smith is with the... Yeah, he's with the Bears. Oh, he's with the Bears. Okay. He must right. have been. Oh, wait. Yeah, never mind. He's on here now. I didn't see him at first. But they got... So they got they got Robert Quinn, who put up some good numbers last year. On the other side of Khalil Mack, they got Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman. Um, they got pretty good corners. They got Kyle Fuller, Buster Scrine, Jalen Johnson from the draft, Eddie Jackson. So, I mean, they they still got a good defense. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, I could see them pulling out, maybe winning the division if – Trubisky can step back up. Yeah, because Trubisky ult- gets the start over Foles. Ultimately, at yeah. This point. I, I at think, this point. I think Trubisky is the future of the Bears for quarterback. I don't think he's going to be great or anything, but I think he's going to be like good enough mm-hmm. to help him get into the playoffs. Right. But it, it also is a little bit of a, like, like a, what am I saying? What am I, like the word, uh, opposite of motivation. Like a, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of, like, when you bring in Foles, it's a little bit of like a do you not believe in me like kind of thing. But at like, the same time, it's just like, do you not believe in me? So you, I got to work harder right. to make sure. So I'm going to prove you. Yeah, I'm proving you wrong. Like, it's just, it just depends on, I think it is. Like, I didn't think about the Bears, but mm-hmm. Packers. Let's see. No receivers. Yeah, I was gonna say Packers literally have Devontae didn't they have, Adams. Didn't they have Paulus Scalding opt out? Yeah, and no, Jerome Allison. Oh, wait, no, he's not with them anymore, is he? Yeah, Allison's with the Lions now. Okay, well, either um, Scalding, I know he did opt out, yes, but it just they don't have receivers, I and mean, they have a decent run game. Blake Martinez left for the um, linebackers. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think Packers Packers go nine and seven this year. Yeah, nine and seven or ten and six. Yeah. Depending um, on Rogers. And I, I don't think Rogers is motivated. Rogers like, is not. Rogers is everything but motivated. Rogers you, just got you, slapped in the face. I, I know we like destroyed the Packers in previous podcasts, but I'm gonna do it again. You draft a quarterback and a running back. You're two of your best positions. You're, no, on your no, team your right best now. positions, yeah. Well, I'd say Devontae. Besides Devontae, but I'm saying, yeah, you're no, you're right, yeah. yeah. I mean, what what is that front office thinking? Drafting a running back and a quarterback. You drafted a quarterback. You you drafted a quarterback in the first round when you have arguably a top a top twenty quarterback in NFL history. Yeah. And <laughs> you draft a quarterback in the first round, and <sighs> even though Lafleur is like. We didn't. We didn't draft Love to be the replacement for Rogers. We drafted him for when Rogers is ready to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you drafted him for. You could have got Love in the third round. Like anyone can say that against me, but Love is not a first round talent. Love is not a second round talent. I think you you take him in the third round, 
And who cares if he get, I mean, they I don't know what they saw in him that they were like, we need him with our 26 overall pick. But they did. And now it's like Rodgers, Rodgers is mad, which mm. which you're right. He, it's the same thing as Trubisky. Like, he could turn right around and be like, like, in your face, I'm going to sign a five-year contract. Like, like <laughs> so, I don't know. It just depends on – I I love seeing Brett Favre talk about it because he's been in the situation, right. and it was Aaron Rodgers that replaced right. him. And um, I like I liked him saying that Rodgers to the Bears because mm. I I definitely think Rodgers is gonna try to leave because I mean that's just disrespectful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You don't sign any receivers, and you also don't draft any. I mean, like, come on, man. When, yeah, when you had the opportunity. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that just means the Bears don't have much to worry about on defense when they're playing the the Packers, which gives them a better opportunity. That's two wins. Vikings, um, with a, I mean, I think one of the most underrated receiving cores in the league, to be honest. I don't know, because, like, Justin Jefferson isn't Stephon Diggs. Mm, No, but... He's also a rookie, and like I think he could be. Okay, you got to think about it. Was wasn't AJ Brown like the only rookie with a thousand receiving yards last year? Uh, no. McLaurin had a third. Uh, no, he didn't. I think um, he was close. He might have gotten it. I think he had nine hundred something. Yeah. Rookie. But like. Um, but if he didn't get a thousand, like that's one guy out of an entire draft class. For me, I think that guy's probably gonna be either Jerry Judy. I could see being either CD. Judy. No, not CD. He's third string. I think CD is gonna th- show up. I big. think he. I mean, I don't know. I think either Jerry or Henry. Just because the Raiders receiving core isn't that good, mm. but I also feel like he could be like a John Ross and just get hurt yeah. over and over. But so back to my point, like with Justin Jefferson, I feel like he could be maybe one of those because I think like comparing them to this year, I think either. C.D. or Jerry will be like A.J. Brown. Then the other one will be like Terry McLaurin. And then I think Brandon Ayuk might be like a D.K. Metcalf with mm. Debo. And then I think I think Justin Jefferson is maybe like a Darius Slayton type guy. Mm. I see Darius Slayton year. being – I mean, not Darius Slayton. I see Justin Jefferson being – Anywhere from, hey, I don't know. I, I I just don't think. I think the best receiver. Oh, not the best receiver, but one of the most slept-on wide receivers in this in this draft is T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching my boy Fanalyze Sports TikToks, and trust me when I tell you this. He is a Browns fan, and he gets so mad when people t- 
talk down on the Bengals receiving core. The Bengals receiving core is so good. And yeah. you have when you have Tyler Boyd and you have AJ Green and you had T. Higgins and I forget who he said I mean, I don't know the receiving core other than their top guys, but I'm not gonna lie to you, but I mean, he's got they got Auden Tate, okay, John yeah. Ross. John Ross, yeah, that's what he said. John Ross has had John Ross had um thousand yards. I don't remember. John Ross had decent amount of yards last season. Um point being Fanalyze knows what he's talking about and the Bengals are just left on this year receiving wise. Do I think they'll make the playoffs? No. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't know. I feel like Justin Jefferson could be a good wide receiver in the future. Just because of I don't know, I just like him. He's not crazy. Fast, I say but. in the future, yes, but now now no. Mm. I mean that's just me. Also with Jerry um, Judy being right. you know, hold on real quick. With Jerry Judy going to the Raiders, yeah. it that's most of the problem. Broncos. I mean Broncos, that's what I meant. Um that's most of the problem is you have um ever you have Corlin Sutton, but then you also got Drew Locke who I mean I've seen good think his players talking about him good, but it's he can it doesn't matter if he doesn't play well, so I don't know. It's just uh, <laughs> bust. Um, but yeah, that's that's just me. All right, uh, we're gonna wrap this one up now. Um, a little bit longer than we expected. Um, so in the next few weeks, we're gonna be doing an updated playoff prediction. Hopefully, more guys will sign. Judefion <clears throat> Clowney. And then um, we're going to do the one right before the season starts. We're going to do one mid-season after week eight. We're going to do one at the, like, like when the playoffs are set. And we'll probably do a podcast weekly, like, predicting games, yeah. stuff like that. Might might be having a bit of a friendly competition during that. Then we're going to be doing game predictions Week by week, getting you previews, stuff like that. Probably going to be pretty short, um, just because it's just one game. Not too, not too, too much to talk about, unless it's a bigger game against, like, Ravens or towards the end of the season against the Texans, Packers, stuff like that. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Um, giveaway, the winner will be announced Sunday. Don't think we're gonna be doing a podcast to announce it. I think I'm just gonna be announcing it like on the on the IG story. Just gotta be active and mm-hmm. claim it. Do you know how many people? That is. Andrew? Um, I think eleven or twelve. Okay, so it's bigger than last time. Last time I checked. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, that's going to be it for this podcast. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, going to see y'all sometime this week. Um, that is really mm-hmm. right, peace. peace.